0: The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Worldview Media Podcast, where Gordon and Joyce Runyon view popular media through the lens of the Biblical Five-Point Covenant model to help believers appreciate and apply principles of exciting narrative and engaging storytelling.
1: Broadcasting live from the underside. Oh no,
2: I think things went upside down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the Worldview Media Podcast, alternate dimensions, scary monsters coming your way. Tunnels, the tunnels. (laughs) I'm your host, Gordon. Hello, Gordon. Nobody has any decent nicknames for me at all. Probably not decent. (laughs) Right, I can't share the ones that there are. And with me is Miss Joyce in the studio. Hello. The studio on the underside. (laughs) (laughs) I can see, I can hear Jordan rolling her eyes. (laughs) Shout out to Jordan. So here we are. We're going to talk about season two of the Netflix original series, Stranger Things. Hmm. And at the end of season one, what's mm-hmm. the name of the kid that was gone in season one? Is that Will?
2: Yeah, I believe it is Will.
1: Okay, so the whole season was about getting Will back from the other side,
2: upside down.
1: <laughs> and when they brought him back, everything seemed normal. And then, like, in the last scene of the series, he kind of coughs up something that... Looks like a slug. Looks otherworldly. Yeah, reminiscent of a slug and that was ominous and then that was that was the end and so here we are in season 2 season 2 and some amount of time has passed nearly a year right before yeah, I we think so pick up yeah and we find out that L 11 is not dead well
2: but does anybody know <laughs>
1: two people know.
2: L and the police officer they know
1: <laughs> okay, so at the end of season one, she looked like she kind of sacrificed herself. Yeah, she to, disappeared. To destroy the monster. Yeah. She and the monster were gone, mm-hmm. and everybody was very sad. Yes. Well, apparently the police chief, what's his name, Hopper? Hopper. that's his Chief name. Hopper finds the girl and... Hides I don't her. know if he
2: suspects that she's there because I think at the end of the first season you see him like having a little drop box where he's putting some waffles uh, Lego waffles and Diego waffles and, you know, little bits of this and that and uh, you kinda think, Well, who's he leaving this for? And it picks up with her kinda being the person. So, so. he
1: kinda suspected she wasn't gone. I guess. Must have, and I don't know right. how. Yeah.
2: It's that police deductive reasoning. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. That was it.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay, so basically Hopper has been hiding Elle at a cabin Mm -hmm. that nobody knows about. In the middle of nowhere, yeah. And she's under some pretty strict rules as far as she can't leave, and he's very afraid that they'll come after her. Mm -hmm.
2: Which is probably very likely. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, Will begins having these flashbacks to the underside, and they're very the scary. The underworld? <laughs> the
2: underworld? The upside down. <laughs> underside, inside out.
1: <laughs> and anyway, so they get progressively scarier. There's a big, like, smoke monster in the sky mm-hmm. that is trying to get him. And he's not telling anybody that he's flashing back and forth between the two dimensions. Well, he's
2: going, like, for counseling with somebody from the center, you know, where all this stuff kind of all happened to begin with. Oh, well,
1: how helpful is that going to be? Well, I know,
2: and I think that's why uh, maybe he's not telling anybody anything.
1: And we don't want to give away spoilers or anything, but bad things happen. The smoke monster comes and finds a way mm-hmm. into this world, mm-hmm. the right side up and uh wreaks havoc kind of interesting this time because uh out of the four main boys Mm -hmm. will spent the whole time last season in this other dimension yeah so he didn't do a whole lot and then most of the most of the series last season focused on mike Mm -hmm. and this season it didn't this season, they changed it up, and even though will was is still kind of the focus of the bad guys, yeah uh, out of Mike really doesn't do very much. no, you
2: don't see him as much as you did the first season, yeah, right, and of course, Elle is pretty much not there. I mean, there are some episodes where she's there, but
1: uh not like the first season, yeah, all the kids believe she's dead and, mm-hmm. or gone forever, or something, and so. Mm-hmm. We really get Dustin, and... What's the other kid's name? I don't know. (laughs) Are we racist? We forgot the black guy?
2: We? I knew (laughs) until you said.
1: (laughs) What's the black kid's name? Jordan. (laughs) I don't think it's Jordan. She would know. Oh, Jordan would know, because she's not racist.
2: No, she remembers everything.
1: Okay, so... Uh, But you do have the thing going mostly centered on those two as far as the Gang of Four.
2: Yeah. You still have the sister. You still have the older group of kids, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't really see a lot of the parents. I think we saw them a little bit more last time. You do see uh, Will's mom and her new boyfriend. (laughs)
1: Her new boyfriend.
2: That she doesn't want to have as a boyfriend because she's like. Samwise you know, Gamgee. She's like, you know, we're a weird family.
1: <laughs> I figure you can date Samwise and he'll be okay. You know, you know, he really is. He really is okay. <laughs> He's lost some weight. He shaved his feet,
2: apparently. I yeah. think he got his feet shrunk.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I was suspicious of his. Suspicious of his character when they first showed I thought up. thought it was too
1: good to be true. Because I was like, oh,
2: you got to be a plant no, trying to get don't, in. Don't spoil everything. I'm just saying. He just seemed a little too hearty, wholesome, and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and so, there can only be one of those, and that was you.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Notice I said was. Was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm dead and don't know it. <laughs> okay so uh monsters everywhere lucas
2: his name is lucas lucas thanks for the help jordan
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you just text her or i what? did okay all right so i had to give her the credit all right very good so Lucas and Dustin are kind of the centerpieces. And and there's a new girl. Mm,
2: a new girl. Named Mad Max, Max.
1: Mad Max. and
2: Beat them at their own games.
1: And they're both kind of sweet on her.
2: They're impressed with her abilities.
1: Uh, they're sweet on her.
2: Yeah, but it's because they're impressed with
1: her abilities. And she's kind of cute. Yeah. And so there's that. Just those like, two boys. The other two boys are like. Get her out of here! Yeah, right. They're not uh, very welcoming. And then she has an older brother, who's a bit of a bad guy. Now, what's his name? Steve is the good guy. Steve is the good guy. Let me just. He's one of the good teenagers. Yep.
2: And then is it Jonathan?
1: Is Is that the brother? Jonathan. I don't know. But fun fact, our uh, how old is Reagan? She's 19? Uh, She's 18. Our 18-year-old girl thinks the new guy is pretty cute. He's a a super bad guy. I guess Reagan is able to see past all that or something. So uh, here we are, and then... And Joyce is not paying any attention. I am. (laughs) Just not participating any longer. I'm
2: listening. I'm listening.
1: (laughs) So tell me what you thought of this series overall, second season.
2: Second seasons can be hard. Yeah. And they really switched everything up. (laughs) You know, it wasn't about... uh, Going to that other world, it was that other world coming to this world. And so, you know, the whole deck of cards has been re-dealt, changed, switched out. And the only guy who sees this other world is a kid who thinks he's just going crazy. Right. And, you know, the psychiatrist is saying it's PTSD. You know, it's just getting yeah. close to that time and kind of freaking out. And right. nobody knows what to do with him. So they, uh, they went. From a different angle, kind of focused on some other characters, but it was really good. I enjoyed the season. Um, I liked the character development. I liked the different things that they were doing with the kids. I yeah. wish, you know, they had still had some of the other kids participating instead of just... they You can't
1: do all of them. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the, hardly <clears throat> any episodes had some of those kids, right. you know? Yeah. And so that was, that was kind of different, but...
1: Um, well, I was kind of like you. I was kind of trepidatious about the second season because I felt like part of what made the first season successful is how unique it was, mm-hmm. and what a good job they did of of nostalgia for people my age who oh, lived through the '80s time. and all that. You know, <laughs> it really is the '80s when you're watching it. You know, and uh, it feels like the '80s. Yeah. And- and I just felt like the second season. Are they going to be able to carry this off? Them? Yeah. And I was I was braced for a bit of a letdown, mm-hmm. but I I kind of been the crew that thinks the second season was better than the first. They started off hot. I think it was a good first season, and yeah. the second season is was a strong season. I think it's better. Yeah. There are a couple of writing things that I thought were a little bit wonky. Like. Well, without trying to spoilerize things, one of the there was a there was a bit that I did like. One of the things the series does is rips off classic eighties movies. Oh, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what it does, and everybody knows it, and we love it when well, we. Well, those spot who that,
2: were there right? know, and those who weren't, maybe they don't. <laughs> right.
1: But they changed it up. There was a scene that comes right out of. Uh, the second Aliens movie mm-hmm. comes right out of there, pretty, and they're even darn quoting the lines, yeah, pretty darn and, uh close. But they switch it up, and there were a couple of times <clears throat> this Paul Reiser character was in that Aliens movie, yeah, and now he's back in this movie,
2: yeah, doing the same lines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, don't trust that guy, he's yeah. a He's a plant, <laughs> <laughs> and yep. and so there were some curves. They did use things liberally, you know. They they don't care if they're using the stuff. That's part of the fun of the thing. And, yeah, and but they changed things up and made it made it surprising here and there. I didn't I didn't think they followed through as a writer. I didn't think they followed through on how bad and dangerous the villains the monsters were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know the big bad guy, they wound up kind of getting rid of him fairly easily. So it appears. So it appears. Yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and then the the choice to have one whole episode where L Leaves and goes out. And yeah,
2: that was kind of different.
1: Meets up with people that have nothing yeah, to do it with supply. It didn't the plot. seem like it
2: really fit in with the rest of the episodes. Yeah. But you know, maybe that's an intro into the theory is three. that it's setting things up. Yeah,
1: and I Give guess you it, some background. I was hearing they're signed through season five or oh, something well, that's like that. Good. So that probably is setting that up. But where they stuck it, the ones, one one episode ends with oh no it's all hitting the fan right now Mm -hmm. here come the bad guys the monsters and and oh it's horrible yeah and then so it's cliffhanger and you got to wait for the next episode and the next episode comes and it doesn't have anything to do with that and you don't find out anything about what happened it's the episode after that where they finally pick it up and i just felt like that really broke the dramatic tension that they had going there and Kind of needlessly, I thought. Mm-hmm. Well. But I can't say very much more without spoiling things. So my letter grade for the series, I was really impressed. I, there were a few things I'd like to have seen tweet just a little bit. Yeah, I'd give it an A. It was, uh, it was good. Give it an A? You never I, give nothing I, an A. I, I never give anything an A. That was good. I enjoyed it. What about you? Well, yeah. Yeah, same.
2: Yeah, it was really shockingly good.
1: Uh, like shockingly I say, good. Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, Netflix, they've done pretty good on these little, their own productions type of stuff. But uh, yeah. uh, was it Iron Fist, Defenders? I don't know which one it was, but I was like, dang, that was a waste of time.
1: <laughs> Iron Fist was like that. And then I felt like Defenders wound up kind of being that way too. You know, it just
2: really kind of. Especially toward the yeah, end Yeah, toward the when end it, it was built just like
1: something great. falling
2: apart yeah. and you're like, Come on, that can't be what's gonna happen. <laughs> what? You're really gonna do that? And you know, so it to
1: the last move from a mile away. Yeah. Three episodes
2: yeah. out, and you're like, No That can't be the last move. It would have to
1: mean that all our heroes are total stupid heads.
2: At least the main and guy. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So uh Sometimes there's reason to be concerned, but... Um...
1: Yeah, but this this really worked out really well. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we'll take our break and come back and talk about thematic stuff and worldview <laughs> nuggets. Nuggets! <laughs> mm-hmm. See ya! Are you interested in Christian education? Would you like to learn how to be a Christian teacher? Or how to run your very own Christian school with success? The GCS Apprenticeship Program can help. Learn more on our website at gcsapprenticeship.com.
0: The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. Reconstructionistradio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.
1: And we're back talking about Stranger Things Season 2. We've been having a snack break. <laughs> let me ask you some snack questions
2: oh snack questions <laughs> i should be able to answer that
1: <laughs> don't think about them too hard i'm just interested in your do i like snacks first yes. response <gasps> okay first question wavy lays or ruffles With the ridges? (laughs) Ruffles always have ridges.
2: I just like the ridges. I don't care if it's wavy lays or ruffles. (laughs) I just like a thicker chip. I don't like the little skin ones.
1: So you don't care between wavy lays and ruffles? No. Do you? Uh, It seems, I think, it's been a long time since we had ruffles, but I think they're saltier. Oh.
2: I just like the substantial potato in this chip, okay, <clears throat> which is uh, wavy lace <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. for our listening audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second question is: Are you buying or selling Frito Pie, where you substitute Fritos for some kind of spicy, seasoned, crushed-up Doritos?
2: Hmm i gotta say no really yeah
1: is it the fact that fritos aren't spicy that makes that work
2: it's the chili
1: well right but the chili's supposed to be spicy and then the fritos are not spicy they're just
2: fritos add the salt and the crunch
1: right but you could add that with a different kind of chip right
2: but if you're getting a flavored crunchy chip then you're getting it for the flavor You know, I could see maybe putting some of those crushed up on top of a bowl of chili with some cheese and some onions, stuff like that, but not like underneath it. That would be,
1: I don't know, flavor profiles would conflict. All right. What's your favorite chip? (laughs) What's your favorite chip to Mm. scoop cottage cheese into your mouth? Well, that would be,
2: what would it be? You know what it is.
1: I think it's the salsa verde Doritos.
2: Yeah. Because you have the very plain cottage cheese, cheese. <laughs> right? Right. Which needs to boost in the
1: flavor crunch of the salsa very <laughs> Right. Right. All right. Those were our snack questions. <laughs> Those were my snack questions. <laughs> you got two uh, two out of three of them. Correct. <laughs> Good. <laughs>
2: so I missed on the frito pie one.
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, you missed on the on the ruffles too. Mm. So you only got a third. You got a low F. of Thirty-three. <laughs> All right. Well, see, so, the
2: real issue is that I only really get chips when they're on sale because it's ridiculous <laughs> to buy a bag of chips right. for almost five bucks. So
1: yeah. I usually
2: go the venue of whatever's what is on cheap. Sale? Right? Yeah. Then whatever's if it's not a cheap. chip that I like, then we don't eat it. <laughs>
1: I was wondering why we suddenly (laughs) had chips. we never had chips. (laughs) Well, all right. So that leads us right back to Stranger Things.
2: Because what could be stranger than our little break on snacks?
1: (laughs) Because it's like we're in the underside.
2: (laughs) You are. (laughs) I might be upside down. (laughs) No underside for me.
1: (laughs) All right. So (coughs) talking about thematic things in... Over the course of the series. Do you have any ideas? I'll just sell uh, you a safe first. Okay. As you suck in a breath in order to <laughs> say something important. Go on. <laughs> there was one that I caught. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I caught several little ones. There didn't seem to me to be a overarching sort of thematic thing. Yeah. But there were moments and there were, like, different character arcs had kind of different thematic things going on. Like? Okay. Well, one that I found fascinating was that you have this girl, Eleven, mm-hmm. and what's her real name again? Jane? Mary Mary Jane? Jane? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it was it's Jane. just Jane.
2: That's her given name by her right. mom.
1: So Jane has been raised in this lab and mm-hmm. she's been treated badly all her life and she really doesn't know anything. You know, they have to explain to her what what a friend is and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I find it fascinating that she's this girl with immense powers and able to do these weird things and, and having to figure out why she should obey Hopper's rules Mm-hmm. He's basically a father figure in her life. Well, her and last father figure was much worse. He so. was horrible. Yeah, he yeah. was a monster. And so, and so suddenly she's got a guy who's trying to really care for her and take care of her, mm-hmm. but he's got rules that she doesn't like.
2: She's got three,
1: uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And one of them is just don't be stupid, right? mm-hmm well so she struggles a little bit with figuring out why she should obey these rules yeah and and so she's learning concepts like what it means to lie and what it was it mean mm-hmm. to be a friend and yeah so as a worldview guy I'm interested in what answers they give and how um, they you know what are they trying to teach her Because that seems to me what they're trying to teach us.
2: Well, unfortunately, I think most parents don't see the raising of their kids and how they interact with them as being, uh, what are you teaching them? You know, he's just trying to keep her safe. And so he's not really...
1: Uh, well, he's just leaving her with a TV all day. Well,
2: yeah, but I mean he's he's not thinking, What am I trying to teach her? He's just I want to keep you safe. And right. I think so many parents kind of go into the well, I just want to get through this day, so I will take you to school, I will do whatever. Drop you off somebody else. Yeah, and so you know, there's uh it's just like today. Today we have to get through today, and hopefully we do, and the day is well, and we start a and we do it all again tomorrow. So there's no really um
0: well, dedicated has or
2: days like that. It's, well, yeah, you have days like that. But I think most parents today that's how it is. It's all about today. What do we have to do today? And it's not thinking long term about what am I doing today that's gonna affect you. How will it affect you? How does this in turn play in about how we look at morality and ethics in our family? It's just about getting
1: through today, right? Right. And there's no long term. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd have to agree that's true. And the thing that strikes me is we've met Christian homeschooling families that seem to still have that same attitude, you know, and uh, that's when it's kind of shocking. You know, you feel like if you can get a family homeschooling, then yay, everything's on the right track. But mm, yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> no, that's that's true. So anyway, I found that fascinating, and and there's no when they do try to teach her morality and stuff. It's not really based. It's on It's not anything. coming from anywhere. It's just like, well, this is what this we works, do because yeah. this is what we do. This is what works for this situation. Yeah, and I. I'd say that's probably a fairly accurate representation for why most people do what they do. You know, they haven't given much thought to stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I tend to agree with that.
1: And then, so in the episode where Elle leaves, the one I was just complaining about. Oh, yeah, yeah. She kind of hooks up with some people who kind of follow their own rules. Yeah. And they're way different than the chief's rules. (laughs) Yeah. And inviting. They don't care about being stupid. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> no, that's encouraged actually. And so she's kind of invited to go along with their way of living their lives, and yeah. and you see it in the episode. She's got she's got no resources within herself to know whether or not that's the right thing to do. And, yeah, and uh, she does at one point pull back from the edge from doing something that would be terrible mm-hmm. but why why did she pull back uh, the, that's well, never really said you know
2: I would I would think just because of what she had to endure herself with the abuse she's got empathy yeah you know that because she had all sorts of bad things done to her and she's still a kid and you still want uh, approval and you want love and acceptance and this this mad scientist that she called papa yeah. you know had no uh he had no love or concern for her it, she was just an instrument she was a tool that could be used to manipulate yeah, right and so i you see that a lot in the first season and you see her you know wanting this man to care about her and right. he doesn't and so right. i think maybe that's some of that but she says oh who what am i turning into
1: yeah well, I guess I could see that, but I don't know. <laughs> it just bugs me that people don't think very much about why they do what they do. And...
2: Hello, culture. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> I mean, I resembled that remark on occasion, but and have very often in the past, but uh, it's just tough to see. You know, the storyteller is supposed to fill in some of these blanks, yeah. you know,
2: Well, sometimes you got to extrapolate. Did
1: you have anything (laughs) that struck you?
2: I really thought the whole season was about trust. Oh, yeah. You know, what does trust look like? What does that relate to? Who can you trust? Why can you trust these people? Who should you trust? Should you not trust some people? What about (laughs) your friends? Are they your friends if you don't trust them? And so I I think trust was really something that was uh, throughout the series with all the characters and the storylines you know with the the mom and will and even the older kids and how they were interacting right. and um the new family that moved in you know their house ran on a different different level <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't there wasn't any trust it was i say this you do that and that's all there is to it and so i think trust was a a real big theme throughout With all the stories and with all the characters and, you know, with Dustin and how much am I going to tell you guys? Because I don't think I'm going to like what you want to do if I tell you what is true. And, (laughs) um, And sometimes, you know, yeah, sometimes when you say, "Okay, this is really my situation, the loving friend will tell you. What?
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, are you crazy? Because you
2: know, okay. you yourself know it's not a good situation, but you don't want them to like second that. So if you yeah, don't tell you know, anybody.
1: I was going to kind of approach that from the other side that, that there from was. From the upside down? From the underside.
2: <laughs> not that side.
1: <laughs> uh, I had a joke. And I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I'm restraining myself. Well you'll so, have to tell me afterwards. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> okay, so here's what I was thinking is that maybe one of the lessons was that no good comes from keeping secrets. And uh and that's that intertwines with what you're talking about, trust and mm-hmm. but really what you said was right and I hadn't thought about it. Is that the people who wind up keeping the secrets and injuring things because of that or causing damage because Mm -hmm. of the secret? They the reason they didn't tell it is because they knew already that it was bad. Yeah, wow, that's kind of human nature, too, right? Would rather run away and hide. Is
2: that like our sin nature? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, right, right.
2: So yeah, for me, the whole season was about trust. You know, with all the new characters coming in, can you trust them? Should you trust them? And somebody says, Oh, yeah, I can trust
1: this person. Right.
2: Well, what do you mean you can trust this person? You don't know anything about <laughs> Yeah, and
1: I'm shouting at him, Don't trust Paul Reiser. <laughs> <laughs> and so, trust. And for you're me, saying, wasn't... Don't trust Sam Gamgee. I'm saying, Watch out, man. <laughs> right. If somebody's
2: too looks too good to be real. They're probably not real. <laughs> right?
1: And you learn that through hard experience yeah. in your life. To be more cautious. So, Because I looked was it... too good to be true for a little while.
2: Yeah, until I got to
1: know you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all went upside down. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I saw was there were Toward the end of the season, there was a lot about forgiveness, and mm. you know, L and the reconciliation, Elle and Hopper getting together, and yeah. realizing that you have to, if you're going to really have a relationship, you got to deal with warts and all, and and that well, was really and you have to communicate.
2: You know, you really have to. Yeah. A relationship yeah. is about trusting and talking, and. Yeah. And
1: being real. Well, yeah, that's hard because it makes you vulnerable and all that. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, we've come to just about the end of our allotted time to talk about Stranger Things. So
2: really, really good series. If you haven't seen it, find a friend who has Netflix. If you don't, (laughs) and uh, watch both seasons. Looking forward to season three.
1: Yeah. A couple of years, it'll be here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they can't wait too long. The kids are going to grow up.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they better be doing that right now. (laughs) All right, y'all. Go out there and dominionize. Tell the stories. Do the things for the sake of Christ. Amen. See y'all. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Worldview Media Podcast. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to check out the other podcasts in our network and to download our free audiobooks.